Hi, everyone. You're listening to Coaching Skills for Leaders. This is episode 16, airing on December 5th, 2011. Produced by Innovate Learning, maximizing human potential. Welcome to Coaching Skills for Leaders. This is the show for leaders who want to develop their coaching skills so they can influence the success of others, their organization, and themselves. Whether you're a seasoned leader or you're leading people for the first time, improving your coaching skills will drive your success and most importantly, the success of others. This week's topic is how to spend $700 on your professional development. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Coaching Skills for Leaders. My name is Dave Stahoviak, and I'm coming to you from Innovate Learning Studio here in beautiful Orange County, California, where it has been exceptionally windy this week. And today, we're going to look at how to spend $700 on your professional development. Well, how did this topic come up? Well, one of our listeners to this show, Francis, had contacted me this week and had said, hey, I would love your advice because I have $700 in our budget from my organization for professional development that I need to use in the next week before we close out our fiscal year. And I have some ideas, but I wanted to get some input from you on what you thought I might want to do to spend my money. And so as we started talking, I was thinking, hey, some of these topics would be helpful for our entire listening audience. And so I've put together a list here today of if I had $700 to spend on my professional development, what would be some of the first things that I would look at and resources that I'd want to consider? And so today's episode is a, uh, a whole list of things that you could do uh, if you have a budget that you need to use before the end of the year. And even if you don't, as you start to be thinking about 2012 and your professional development and what you want to continue to do to invest in yourself and in your learning so you can be a more effective leader, this is a hopefully a great episode for you to start doing some thinking around that. And, uh, and yes, it is true that this topic isn't quote-unquote a coaching skill. However, I think it fits well with this show because one of the key things that we've talked about on this show a bunch already and that you'll hear consistently anytime you're talking to anyone about leadership development is the importance of leading yourself first. In fact, if you pick up just about any book on leadership, uh, certainly any good book on leadership, one of the first chapters is inevitably going to be called something like personal leadership, of taking care of yourself first and investing in yourself first. Because if you have the skills, knowledge, awareness, tools, and resources to be effective yourself, you will be substantially more effective at leading other people. So I hope that this episode is going to generate some thoughts and ideas for you and also some questions. And so you can reach out to me with questions on any of these resources as I'm talking about them. And that number is 877-LEARN-45. So you can reach me there, leave a message. I'll be sure to include your comment on the next show. You can also email me at feedback at innovatelearning.com. So again, that's feedback at innovatelearning.com. So let's jump right in for for a few of these resources here on what I would do if I had $700 to spend on my professional development. Now, two things to keep in mind before you even start uh, running up your uh, budget and you know getting online and starting to purchase things is number one, first and foremost, the overarching rule 
on all of this with professional development is talk to people who are doing the stuff you want to do. That's rule number one. So if you want to become a vice president of marketing someday, go out and talk to people who are doing that job already. Find the people in your organization who are already in high-level marketing roles and uh, talk to them. Uh, Take them out for coffee. Sit down for lunch. Uh, Ask them to be a professional mentor of yours. Find out what it is that they're doing to continue to develop themselves and also what are the things that they've done in the past that have helped support them to get into the role that they're in today. So if you haven't already done that for your career and and talk to the people who are in the things doing the things now that you'd like to be doing down the road, those are probably your best places to start. And and if you're not if you don't know any of those people, I'd certainly encourage you to start building some relationships with them. Uh, but at the very least, uh, you know, you can go online, look at what those people are blogging about, look at what those people are reading on their LinkedIn connections, and you can just observe too. Uh, you, you know, I was talking to uh, Frances today when she called it, just in management meetings, staff meetings, you get together and uh, before the meeting, after the meeting, keep your eyes open and yours open for what people are talking about. What are books they're talking about? What are stories they're talking about? What articles and journals are they reading? Uh, what organizations are they going to? What do you see on their calendars as far as where they're spending their time and their resources? If you do that first, that will provide a very good guide for what are the types of things maybe you should be doing as well too. And that supersedes anything I'm going to tell you because those are the people that you want to be connected with and listening to. Uh, In addition to that, have your own professional development plan. Now, uh, you may have a professional development plan through your organization already, and hopefully you do. And if you do, that's great. uh, And you should. And that's one of the most important things to do for your professional development is to have a professional development plan that hopefully you and your manager have set aside and set aside some time to talk about and reviewed on a regular basis. And that's a great place to start, but I wouldn't have that be my only professional development tool. Um, You know, I have a professional development plan uh, for myself and that is in core. I use a life planning tool and I incorporate that as part of my uh, professional development as well. But you should also have your own professional development plan. It shouldn't just be the professional development plan that you and a, you know, if you're reporting to a leader in your organization that you and that person have set up. And the reason for that is not that that isn't important, it is, but that's only one perspective. That's only one person's opinion on your professional development. Now, it's an important uh, opinion because it's your leader, your manager, the person who's driving your career uh, in some ways right now. But that person isn't always going to be your leader. That person isn't always going to be there in your career. And so it's important to get perspectives from other people too. And in addition to, not instead of, but in addition to that professional development plan, you should also be focusing on your own professional development and what types of things you should be doing, reading, learning about organizations you should be going to in order to advance your career. So all that said, now some resources that you'd want to use and consider for your professional development. Now, if anytime I have uh, resources and, and money to spend, boy, one of the first places I go is thinking about what books do I want to read? And you will not find people who are extraordinarily successful in their careers, their organizations, in industry, who are not regular 
dedicated readers. Yes, there are people out there that get into leadership roles that don't read regularly, but there's not really that many of them. Uh, when you start talking to people and you look at the people who are really at the highest levels of leadership in organizations, in government, and nonprofits, these are people that are spending their time continually reading, continually learning, and books are one of the best ways to do that. And there's three books that I would recommend for listeners of this show, because I know that if you're listening to my voice, you're interested in coaching, you're interested in leader, leadership and leading others. And so three books that I would absolutely recommend for anybody in any organization, and this doesn't matter if you're in business, higher education, nonprofit work, the ministry, all three of these books are essential. The first one is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. If you haven't read this book, you need to get this book. It, it's been, uh, boy, let's see, it's probably been 20 years now that this book has been out. It's still on a lot of the bestseller lists. And the seven habits are seven habits that you want to know and things you want to be doing in order to help develop yourself. And the first three habits are all about leading yourself. So uh, Stephen Covey buys into the same principle as do many of the authors on leadership that you have to lead yourself first. You have to develop yourself first before you can be leading other people and be effective with others. So I certainly encourage you to check out that book. I also really encourage you to check out a book called The Leadership Challenge by Kuzis and Posner. And The Leadership Challenge is now it's in, in its fourth edition. It's a big, bright yellow book. You can find it on Amazon or any bookstore. And the great thing about The Leadership Challenge is they really boil down leadership into five key areas. And then there's two sub areas under each one of those. And the nice thing about this book is not only is it based on research, but it's based on research of everyday people. It's not uh, a book about Fortune 500 CEOs. Uh, you can learn great lessons from Fortune 500 CEOs, but this is a book that's really focused on the everyday leader, people who are like you, like me, in organizations who do a fantastic job of leading people. And this is a book about the best practices, and it's really accessible. It's, it's a great read. And it provides a wonderful roadmap for uh, experienced and new leaders to not only develop yourself, but to develop others and to lead people and organizations. So I highly recommend the Leadership Challenge. Make sure you get the fourth edition. It's, it's an audio book. There, there's a whole number of other books they have that go along with this. There's assessments, there's websites, but the Leadership Challenge book is a great place to start. And then the third and final book I'd recommend for anybody is How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Uh, this book was published back in 1936. It is still on many of the bestseller lists uh, on Amazon.com. It's almost always on the Amazon.com top 100. It is the business Bible for how to uh, communicate well with people and have strong human relations skills to be able to build rapport with people, get cooperation, and ultimately be able to lead them. And if you haven't ever read that book, you have to read it. Uh, people in the business world refer to it all the time. And Dale Carnegie has just come out with, the Dale Carnegie organization has just come out with a new version of this book called How to Win Friends and Influence People in the Digital Age. So I also would encourage you to take a look at that. I haven't read that one yet, but I've heard good things about it, and it's on my list as well, too. And if you're doing a lot of things online and, and you prefer more current examples of uh, some of Dale Carnegie's material, that's a great place to go, too. Uh, another uh, resource from Dale Carnegie, this is outside of the $700 professional development budget. Uh, of course, these three books are, you know, 
10 20 a piece so they're pretty inexpensive um, but another resource that you may want to consider if you have a little more money to spend if you're more in the 15 1600 range is the dale carnegie course it is offered all over the world it's based on how to win friends and influence people it is a fantastic course. It is the course that Warren Buffett consistently cites as the most valuable thing he ever did for his professional development. And he has his Dale Carnegie course diploma hanging on his wall and says that's more valuable to him than his college degree was. If you want to really learn how to win friends and influence people and not just learn it, but actually do it, I strongly recommend the Dale Carnegie course. It's at dalecarnegie.com, and there's Dale Carnegie offices all over the world. Now, another really good book, but also a website that's available for you if you want to really get into some good reading about how to be effective in the business world. And, and you know, this isn't just true for the business world, but really anyone in any organization would benefit from this, but the target is business books. There is a website that's set up called The 100 Best Business Books of All Time. And it's also a book called The 100 Best Business Books of All Time. And what the book is, is this was published about two years, two or three years ago, is it's a book that divides, uh, it selects the 100 best business books uh, that these two authors thought, and I, and I think it's a great list actually, and it's divided into sections. So it's divided in, you know, there's seven or eight books on leadership. There's seven or eight books on marketing. There's books on strategy. Uh, they're all the, the big areas of business that you'd want to know about. And they selected the books that they thought were the best, but also the most accessible. And the three books I just mentioned are actually on that 100 best business books of all time list. If you buy the book, the 100 best business books book, uh, it is a book. What it does is it has the list in there, but it has a three to four page overview of each one of the books. And it's a pretty good overview of uh, what's in the book and why you'd want to read it. But here's the great thing about it is you don't even have to buy the book. You can go on their website and the full list is there for free for anybody. And you can reach that at 100bestbiz.com. So that's 100bestbiz dot com. Check that out. And a great professional development plan would be to read one book out of each one of those kind of seven or eight categories uh, over the course of a year. And boy, that would help you to really uh, enhance your business knowledge and your leadership knowledge. Another tool that's now become a professional development tool for those of you who are fans of Amazon, as I am, Amazon has this service called Amazon Prime. Now, I wouldn't have mentioned this up until a couple weeks ago because previously what you would got with Amazon Prime, you pay $79 a year if you're a member of Amazon. And what you get for that is you get free two-day shipping on everything. And you also get some streaming movies on their online archive. So uh, now you might, well, what, what does that have to do with leadership and professional development? Well, previously it didn't have anything to do with it, although it was cool to be able to get things on two-day shipping, which is everything if you subscribe to that annual service. But the cool thing that they've done recently is within the last month is they now also offer as part of that membership for the same fee one book a month that you can lend and you can basically borrow from Amazon. You don't have to pay anything for in addition to the annual fee and you can read it on your Kindle. So if you have an Amazon Kindle, even if you don't have a Kindle, you can download the Kindle app for your computer. You can download it for an iPhone or an iPad and you can read one book a month and that's included in the membership as well. So that's a great way to uh, jump in on your professional development and have you reading right away. And in addition, you get the perks of having two-day shipping on anything you buy from Amazon and streaming movies and a bunch of other stuff too. So that's one of those things that I've uh, I've been a member. We have our business is a member of Amazon Prime and we have been for three or four years. And that membership keeps getting better and better all the time. 
So another resource, if you are if you're in business and you work in an organization, you at least got to glance through the Wall Street Journal once in a while. It still is the place that all of the business news and business conversations going on. It's kind of the hub for the best business stories. The Wall Street Journal is $103 a year. If you just get the online version of it, I think it comes down to like $199 a week. Uh, so it's WSJ.com. And if you're in higher education, and I know a number of people who listen to this podcast because uh, of, of our clients are in higher education as well, uh, you want to be reading the Chronicle of Higher Education. That is the Bible for the higher education world and what's going on. That's $72.50 a year just for their online digital subscription. Now, here's the thing with these newspapers. Uh, the, one of the reasons a lot of people don't subscribe to newspapers or even the digital papers, they say, hey, I have no time to read something like that. I'm not going to read the Wall Street Journal every day. And I couldn't agree with you more. I do not have the time to read the Wall Street Journal every day or the Chronicle of Higher Education. I, it's just too much. It's too overwhelming. So here's what you want to do. Sign up for a subscription for one of the one or both of those, depending on your your uh, your career and your industry, and then get on one of their RSS feeds. And for those of you who don't know what RSS is, RSS is a way you can subscribe to content as it becomes available and it delivers it right to you on an RSS reader. If I'm sounding, uh, it sounds like I'm speaking Greek to you. You want to check out a podcast that uh, my wife Bonnie and I did a while back called Tech Couple. And if you go to techcouple.com and take a look at episode number five, we'll teach you everything you need to know on how to set up an RSS reader and what RSS is and how you can subscribe to information online. But what's great about the Wall Street Journal, for example, is once you have an account set up at the Wall Street Journal, is you can go on there and on my account, I can go to their RSS feeds and I can just subscribe to get delivered to me the most popularly read stories that day which usually ends up being about six or seven stories a day. Because I just want to read the things in the Wall Street Journal that everyone else is reading and talking about. That, that's what's important to me. So those come through right on my RSS reader. So I very rarely ever go to the Wall Street Journal website. I don't have the paper delivered to me. But I read stories each day because I get those six or seven stories a day on my reader. And I can just scan them. If I want to read them, I can. If I don't, I just hit delete right away. And so that's how I know what's going on. And the Chronicle of Edu uh, Higher Education has something like that too. So those are great ways to keep up on your reading, but not to be overwhelmed with it. And speaking of reading, another resource that I think, you know, this is a great resource, it, whether you're in the business world, even if you're outside the business world, the Harvard Business Review is a amazing publication. I think the world would be a better place if everyone read the Harvard Business Review and knew about the things that were being talked about there. This is a great resource for business, marketing, leadership, strategy, management, and a whole lot of other tools on how to be effective in an organization today. If you've never read Harvard Business Review, I really encourage you to at least go to your bookstore and pick up a copy and just browse through it and get a feel for it. Uh, they also have a great blog online too, but the Harvard Business Review magazine is a tremendous resource and you can get that uh, print version or digital version. I actually tried to get on their website earlier today and their website was down, so I wasn't able to get the exact subscription amount, but I believe it's about $100 a year. And that's one of the publications I do read pretty regularly because I find that there's always something in there for me that helps me to think about how I can be more effective in influencing others and interacting with our clients. 
Now, beyond reading, there's also some great ways you can spend professional development resources to get involved in building more connections and also learning in ways that are not just through the reading process. But that one of those ways is to get yourself involved in the professional associations that are relevant to your industry. So for example, I'm a member of a few professional development organizations. Uh, one of them is, or professional organizations, uh, one of them's called the uh, Professional Coaches, Mentors, and Advisors, PCMA. Uh, and so I am a member of that organization and I can go to monthly meetings. And one of the things I'd encourage you to do is that if you identify an organization that is a great professional development organization for you to be involved with, is to find one that has a local chapter near you. So there's uh, there's several in my industry, ASTD, uh, uh, Associate, uh, or American Society for Training and Development, uh, International Coach Federation. There's a number that I've been involved with over the years. And the great thing is, is that if you find a local chapter, you start building connections with people who are doing the same types of things you do and are the same kinds of leaders you are in the same industry you are, but don't necessarily work in your organization. So you start to build connections across your industry. And that's great for a couple of things. One, it's awesome for networking because you start to build a professional network that's not just within your organization. So if you decide to make a change or you decide to move organizations at some point, that's a lot easier uh, road to travel then. The other great thing, I think even more importantly about a professional association is that you get something called social learning. When you show up for those meetings, you hear about what people are talking about. You watch the presentations. You sit down with people at lunch or at dinner and learn about them and what's important to them and what they're doing to drive their professional development. So you get all these great resources that just by showing up. So if you've never been involved in a professional association or uh, or maybe haven't done it for a while, I really encourage you to do that. Many of them are uh, fairly inexpensive for a year membership. A lot of them are you know between $100 and $200 a year. So if you have $700 to spend, that's one thing you for sure want to do is to find the association that's going to be most relevant for you. How do you know? Again, go talk to the people who are doing the stuff you want to do. Those are the people to find out what organizations they're in, find out where they're spending their time, what kind of connections they have. That's great places to start. In addition, you going along with professional associations, sometimes those will come with professional journals. And sometimes professional journals may be separate from associations. And so you want to look at what publications are specific to the industry that you're in. So for example, uh, I work with a lot of folks in the aerospace industry, and there's a publication that's out there called Aviation Week and Space Technology. It's about $80 a year. It comes out weekly and everyone in aerospace reads it. At least everyone who wants to know what's going on and is kind of in the leadership role reads that publication. So what do I do? I read it too, because I want to know what they're thinking about. I want to know what our clients are thinking about. And I want to make sure that I'm up to speed on things that are important that are going on in that industry. Um, so you want to also take a look at what are the professional journals and publications in your industry and making sure to look into that. And many of those are 80, 90, $100 a year. That's a great way to build a ton of industry knowledge. And then as you have that knowledge, you become someone that can engage in conversations about strategy and what's going on in the industry with the people that are your leaders in your organization, which is great for your career. Another professional journal I would recommend that's uh, a great journal for leaders. Now, this one's a little bit pricey, 
But if you have money that you're looking to spend, I'd recommend the Leader to Leader Journal. It's $200 a year, so it's not cheap, and you only get four of them. It's once a quarter, but the articles are great. And I'm going to put a link to that on the show notes here as I'm putting links to everything here that I'll be talking about today. Uh, Now, another way to go is if you want to invest in your education a little more formally is to take a look at the extended education programs at local colleges and universities that are available to you. Uh, So, for example, one of the bigger programs that's near us here in Orange County is the UCI Extended Education Program. That's for the University of California, Irvine. And they have a great extended education program. And you can take classes that are, you know, just single classes on particular areas, uh, subjects, uh, professional areas. Usually it's professionally focused. And you can also work on uh, certificates. So, for example, uh, at UCI, one of the certificate programs they offer is on project management. It's very well regarded here in the local area. And many people who want to work into project management will go and attend that certificate program or just a few classes in the program. So that's a great way to really continue to develop your knowledge base. Now, most of the time you with an extended education program, you're not going to be able to use that toward a degree. But um, but, you know, a degree is only one reason to go to a college class. Uh, there's so many wonderful programs out there and extended ed programs that provide you with great resources and tools. And here's the great thing. They're usually pretty inexpensive. They're certainly uh, almost always less than $700 to take a class. So it's a great way to look into uh, tools and resources for that. In addition, one of the tools that is important for all of us today is how to use software well. Now, if you're someone who's a guru of using software and you're comfortable with using software, that's great. Uh, Keep doing it. If you're not, and software sometimes slows you down and trips you up in the world, software education is a great way to go. Uh, And there's a wonderful organization called lynda.com, and that's L-Y-N-D-A.com. They are a software training company, and they provide video tutorials on all kinds of software. And, and, and then when I say all kinds, I mean all kinds. Just about any software you could think of, they have it as part of their membership program. And so uh, we have an account for our organization because we need to learn how to use certain software for clients often. So I just went on our account earlier uh, today and looked up Microsoft Word. And for Microsoft Word, there's eight hours of training on just the basics of how to use Microsoft Word. Now, you might say, well, I'm never going to sit down and watch videos online for eight hours. Of course you won't. Uh, What you'll do is each video is only eight or nine minutes, and it's on a particular topic. So say, for example, you want to learn how to make a table of contents in Microsoft Word. You go online, you log in to your lynda.com account, and you click on table of contents, and there's an eight or nine minute video just showing you how to do that. So it's a great way to build your skills and how to use software. Uh, their membership is uh, is fairly reasonable. It's $25 a month or $250 a year, but you get a ton with it. And if you're interested in trying it out, I'm going to put a link on our show notes. They do have, uh, since we have an account with them, they have an option for us to extend a offer for a seven-day free trial. So if you're interested in looking at it and just kind of seeing what's out there or you just want to try it out for a few days, go ahead and check out that link on our website and I'll give you the uh, all the information for how to get there at the end of the show here. And again, that's lynda.com. And you can try it out for seven days and see if it's something that you like. Now, another resource, and this is in the free category, is iTunes. 
iTunes isn't just about songs. iTunes has a whole bunch of other stuff too. One of the great things that iTunes has, if you log into iTunes and click on the iTunes store, you'll see in the upper uh, menu bar there, there's a button for iTunes U. And that stands for iTunes University. iTunes hosts a whole bunch of different classes, lectures, resources from universities all over the world and has tons of free lectures from top, top professors. And this is something very cool that all the top org- all the top universities are doing now is they're putting great cl- popular classes, popular professors online. And so iTunes U is a great way to go start looking at what's out there and what resources you can tap into. And almost almost all of it is free. You wouldn't believe the kind of things you can find on iTunes U. Uh, uh, my wife, Bonnie, and I uh, recently watched a lecture, a class actually at Harvard uh, called Justice by a gentleman named Michael Sandel. And he's a professor of government at Harvard. And he has a fantastic course of lectures on justice and ethics online. And it's awesome. I mean, we, we would sit there like sometimes, uh, you know, in the evening and watch on TV or watch on the computer. And boy, I'll tell you, you can learn a tremendous amount. doesn't matter if you've never been to Harvard or Yale or Stanford. All these programs have great, great stuff online now. So I really encourage you to check that out. Now, there's also this movement going on right now called, um, I forget how it's, uh, it's M-O-O-C is the acronym. MOOC, I think is the way they pronounce it. It's short for Massive Open Online Courses. Many universities now are giving people the option to enroll online into these massive open online courses and to join people who are taking the class as a paid student and for credit. But you can jump in, in many cases for free, and take the exact same class from the exact same top professor at the top university and even take the exams, watch the lecture. You can do everything that the student does in the class. The only thing you don't get is you don't get credit for it as far as working toward a degree. But hey, if you just want to learn about some really cool things going on in the world, I strongly recommend this. And Stanford and MIT have been leaders in providing this. Uh, I was just looking on their website today, and Stanford has a class starting in January on technology entrepreneurship from one of their top professors. And you can enroll in the class for free and you can do everything that any other student in that class can do. Uh, And and Stanford even gives you some feedback on some of the things you're doing as far as your participation in the class. And in some cases, there will be 50, 60,000 students in a class like this. This is kind of the, the way of the future as far as being able to access information and knowledge. And there's another website that's set up to help you to kind of navigate this. If you don't find what you're looking for on iTunes U, you can go to a site called Academic Earth. And Academic Earth is a great website to utilize to find some of these open online courses. And you can search by subject area, by professor, by institution. You'd be amazed at what you can learn online. And then my final resource for you is a resource called The Great Courses. And that's at thegreatcourses.com. And this is a site that has uh, videoed, it's similar to the open course concept, but this is a paid site. Uh, What this is, is it's a site that has uh, gone out and found the best professors at the best institutions, and it has videoed all their lectures. And they sell the lectures and the class essentially as either a DVD or a video download. And so you can take 
that class from that top professor and they select and, and, and they really do select the best professors out there. And we've used some of these in the past. And it's great. You can and you can learn any topic you want. If you want to learn about biology, math, uh, engineering, leadership, professional development, whatever area, there is a class out there for you. Now, I do the the one thing I'd hesitate on with the great courses is they are a catalog company. If you order something from them, you are going to get a lot of catalogs. We probably get two to three a week from them, and I'm I'm not exaggerating at all. We literally get two to three catalogs a week. So as long as you're willing to deal with that with them, uh, then then by all means go for it. And the courses are between. 30 to $40 to a couple hundred dollars at the most, but usually more of them are toward the less expensive route. So, you know, all of these resources are great as far as driving your professional development and ways that you can use to engage and use, in some cases, a little bit amount of money to be able to uh, really drive your learning and to help you to be more effective as a leader. And if you have these tools, you can really drive your success at being able to give back to others in a more effective way. So I hope that this list has been helpful for you. I'm going a few minutes past how uh, long this show normally goes, but I hope you've been able to find value in these tools. If you have any questions on anything I've talked about and you want to know more about it, by all means, give me a call, leave me a message at 877-LEARN-45. Or of course, you can reach me at feedback at innovatelearning.com. And the notes for this show are going to be online at innovatelearning.com. You definitely want to get the notes for this show for sure, because all the links to everything I just mentioned are on that page. Find episode number 16, posted on December 5th, 2011, when you get to our site. Again, that's innovatelearning.com. And that will help you to benefit from these tools as well. Hey, if your organization's looking to improve the coaching skills of its leaders, or you're looking to improve your coaching skills, let us know. We might be able to help out. And again, you can reach me at 877-LEARN-45. Hey, hope you have a great week. Hope these tools are helpful to you and see you next Monday. Take care, everyone.